0: Er i'm just gonna bring back all of like the mid-90s <laughs> things for my intro so we've got all Yo. the
1: mid-90s budweiser commercials was was up a budweiser commercial uh-huh. too
0: were they responsible for my childhood <laughs> probably <laughs> i had uh a trashy neighbor who named their dog michelob <laughs> and uh i didn't know what that was like my dad and my mom didn't drink Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was so I didn't understand why my parents were like what you named your dog Michelob I was like that seems like a fine name to me I don't understand because I had no idea yeah.
1: is that Italian
0: yeah <laughs> I didn't understand it at all yeah uh how how you doing
1: I'm all right um so in Fort Wayne we have a big uh festival every year three Rivers festival and part of it is like the midway right And as a kid, I never went because I grew up in the country, you know, you know, went to like, you know, the country fair. I've still never been there. Okay, good. Uh, But I had a friend, uh, I think this was in sixth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. Uh, His mom took us there and it's still the only time I've ever gone, but I played this game where you throw darts at balloons and randomly you win shit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so what I won was a little, like, I don't know, eight by eight um, framed print of three frogs and some toilet paper, and they said, but, why, per
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. How old were you? You said 10?
1: Uh, yeah, fifth grade, sixth grade. That's so the perfect 10, 11, 10-year-old
0: yeah. thing. Like yeah. that. <laughs> That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Was it the the thing where it's like a piece of glass that's real glass and then like a shitty printed picture with white frame around it Mm -hmm. yep
1: and that black really thin like aluminum uh frame
0: oh i know what you're talking about yeah Mm -hmm. the ones that i'm really familiar with were just like a cardboard frame but i know the white aluminum or i know the black thin aluminum frame you're talking about too yeah I feel like uh, glass isn't as disposable you know as it what? once it was. It may have
1: just been a shitty cardboard frame. The little yeah, white thing? Yeah, I think thin, it was. The yeah. white
0: thing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I Because that's
0: what, uh, like a Harlan Days This was my go-to thing. That's mm-hmm. what it always was every year. So you'd pop the balloons and then you'd get like a Lisa Frank <laughs>
2: unicorn. unicorn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've looked for on eBay and I can't find it? Like in my head it is very defined... Like the girls had Lisa Frank, mm-hmm. and the guys had like, like a bull that was like ripped, and he's like playing baseball, and he's got like,
2: yeah, like
0: things like that, or like there'd be like a wart hog like with a big football, and it'd be a trapper keeper like oh, that. Oh
1: yes, like I I totally remember these. Like I
0: tried to, but I I couldn't find. Like I don't uh, yeah, know what don't to know search if that to was... find it. Like.
1: Yeah, it was Lisa Frank. Like it was all Lisa Frank, and you knew it was Lisa Frank because everything said Lisa Frank on the bottom.
0: Yeah, but what was the the boys' version? I don't know. But like, you get the was, you get the, probably
1: just like Trapper Keeper brand. Or yeah, something.
0: but you get what I'm in my mind. Yeah. What I'm talking about. There'd be yeah, like a lizard those. playing soccer. Like he's kicking it so hard that the leather's flying off the soccer or mm-hmm. some soccer ball, something like that. But anyway, so so like, I wanted to get one of those to use as like my my professional documents. <laughs> Like I looked for a while because that would be awesome. Like I show up to like sign the mortgage in my Trapper Keeper. You have kids. Are Trapper Keepers still a thing? Um, no, not so much because everything – like all the kids have computers. Yeah,
1: they can have the kids iPads now.
0: Yeah, so all the kids my, – my kid has a Chromebook.
1: Trapper Keeper should come back with iPad cases.
0: Yes, that would be awesome. Yeah. Why is Lisa Frank not designed iPad cases? Exactly. Like we're – we're the ones having kids now Mm -hmm. we would buy those (laughs) yeah for sure uh i remember had it it was probably like third grade
2: Mm -hmm.
0: uh to my mom's credit she was always tried to be the good mom and what i mean by that is like uh like birthdays for you would bring in birthday get snacks on your birthday and stuff she always went way the fuck overboard Mm -hmm. like in hindsight like why did she like my my dad had to have just been pulling his hair out like (laughs) Why the fuck did you spend a hundred dollars on the kids to? <laughs> so our birthdays? kid could get
1: one cupcake. Yeah. So here's the thing: <laughs> our kid gets one cupcake. And, yes.
2: Yeah.
0: So one year for Christmas, because I don't even—they really don't know Christmas exchanges anymore. Yeah. Um, this is second or third grade. Second grade, I think, because I remember the teacher, and we were supposed to bring in school-related items, and they needed to be neutral as far as boys, girls. Mm-hmm. And my mom probably spent $20, $30 -hmm. on tons of shit, you know, mechanical pencils, probably a Trapper Keeper, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I remember somebody that uh, I was friends with brought in just a Ninja Turtles folder, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like a 50 cent folder. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I was like, number one, that's not boy girl neutral. Yeah. You fucked up. And I brought way more stuff. So it was like, uh, it was just, uh, like, uh, where they play music and you hand it around or whatever. And every time the, this, this one got to me, I was like, please don't fucking be me. Please don't be me. And I ended up getting the one I didn't want, which was a wooden ruler. Nice. One wooden ruler. And I was so pissed (laughs) and like my
1: little metal edge that was always
0: way too sharp. Yep. That's what it was. It was that one, which is a 50 cent thing. (laughs) and i was just heartbroken because you know uh, i I showed up bringing the ipad or Mm -hmm. ipod to the to the christmas exchange and got a fucking wooden ruler Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i'm still bitter i'm still heartbroken about that and i know my mom was like oh man no way
1: yeah but all these kids bringing fucking rulers that is
0: a bullshit thing, right? Like yeah. you bring your kid a fucking 150 cent ruler you send him in there with.
1: But also like, yeah, you're the, the you know, the teacher to put that on the parents. Like what should have happened is they should have been like, "Hey, spend $5 or you know, uh, I'm sure that, $3. I'm sure
0: it was something make like sure, that, and my mom went overboard. You know, so so it's partially Make my sure mom's. that
1: people aren't spending $0.50. Cents yes. And also make sure people aren't spending $30. And
0: that's exactly what I think, but my mom didn't listen, nor did the other person. And yeah. it sucks that... I wish I would have known who got my thing, because if it would have been the $0.50 cent kid, I would have been pissed.
1: <laughs> a Ninja Turtle kid?
0: Yeah. Uh Here's something I don't think I've ever admitted. I had a theft problem when I was in, like, second grade.
1: You... Wow, okay. Yeah. you a little klepto?
0: Uh, a little bit. Like, there was a kid who, like, would leave his book bag hang open, mm-hmm. and he had baseball cards in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'd be like, oh, there's some baseball cards. Baseball cards, baseball cards. And These are mine now. Uh, the kid that brought in the, uh, the Ninja Turtles thing, mm-hmm. uh, he, like, had gotten, like, this cool, bright green notebook paper. Helped myself to that.
1: And that's why you only brought in the folder, because his mom couldn't trust him <laughs> with stuff anymore.
0: He <laughs> got in trouble. Yeah. Uh, those the, those two, and there's only one other thing I can ever remember stealing in my life. Okay. I said I had a problem, but it was really those two things. is okay. I stole baseball cards and I stole what, the notebooks. What sent you straight? Uh, I don't know if I ever got set straight. Hmm.
1: Anyway, what's the other thing you stole?
0: The other thing that I stole, the highest value thing I've ever stolen in my life. Mm-hmm. I stole a Goosebumps book from the book fair.
1: Oh, wow. From the Scholastic book fair? From the Scholastic book fair. With those metal cages that they unfold, and there's Goosebumps books inside.
0: I stole a Goosebumps book from there.
1: Which one was it? Uh, I know that
0: I got The Girl Who Cried Monster. I don't know if that's the one that I bought or the one that I stole. Hmm. Uh, But the way that I did it was I purchased one book, sat the other book on top of it, as though looking for other books, and then I walked away with two books.
1: Sly devil,
0: you. So that's that was the height of my wow. My, so
1: that like that was like forethought and shit. Like you were like, this book is going to be my book. I'm gonna make that happen. It was.
0: I only had 325 because they were 325. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's the that's the highest value thing I've ever stolen in my life. Mm.
1: I don't know, like, I think the worst thing I've ever done is borrowed a pencil and been like, this is mine now. Yeah. I think that's like what, like the worst thing I, that I've ever done. Only between the two of us,
0: goody two-shoes, <laughs> could me stealing a Goosebumps book be the, the height of... I remember
1: of... being 19 at Steak and Shake, and uh I'm there with my friend, and you know they have the gumball machines and all that shit right there? the top of the gumball machine was left open and he just reached in and took one and popped it in his mouth and I was like that was theft you told, you just stole that I can't believe you stole that like how are you my friend for like a, like a 25 cent gumball like almost threw away a like a like he's still like one of my best friends but almost threw that all away because he stole a 25 cent gumball and it like shocked me
0: yeah I don't think I'd I would appreciate that if somebody did that
1: yeah he was yeah. like it was open i was like so <laughs> that doesn't make any
0: sense uh that charity container sitting on the countertop is open you're not reaching <laughs> in and helping yourself to cash
1: i i would hope not yeah um well but maybe the gumball was a gateway drug to bigger and better things yeah so would you say that i
0: that i've stolen things in my life i don't think that counts right i mean yeah like you if have. i was in third grade
1: it totally counts. It totally counts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew a kid who would go to Meyer because the women's clothes were right next to, they had like baseball cards right by the registers. And so he would grab some packs of baseball cards, go in between those little circular racks of clothes and hide in there and like open them up and like take the good ones.
0: Why not just take all of them then? I don't know. The thrill, maybe the fun,
1: maybe he thought it was easier to, you know, just take a couple cards. I know a guy with a few that packs.
0: tried to break into an ATM at a bank with a blowtorch.
1: <laughs> I feel like when I, he was I, like twenty five and then I, went to jail. I don't remember who. Wait, his initials R R. No. Okay. Because I, uh, I feel like uh, like like a. One of those cousins that's like, oh, technically you're my cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he broke into a flower shop one time. Yeah. And like went to jail for that. No. If I remember correctly. No,
0: definitely not. But
1: I feel like I remember that story.
0: Well, it was the Harlan Bank, the Harlan Grable Bank.
1: Yeah.
0: Is where it was, right across mm-hmm. from where your mom works. Used to work. Used to work. Before she got forced out. Did she get forced out? I didn't hear that.
1: Yeah, then like 20... 20- uh, fourteen, I think. Um, yeah, the postal service contracted, and she she was postmaster of a small town, but still postmaster. And basically, it was like, okay, you can stay here, but you're gonna drop down four whole levels of pay, and be a clerk. Or you can take early retirement, and she so she took early to retirement. Huh yeah kind of a bummer but now she's retired so
0: yeah you get that my dad is like 82 work days away from retiring (laughs) (laughs) like he's literally counting
1: so he's like he's like ready for the you know that the russian mob to come in and he's gonna have to do some shit
0: i don't understand that reference at all
1: it's like every cop movie he's like oh i was 30 days away from retirement i got it okay 10 days away from retirement i got it now yeah
0: I'm with you now. Uh, so I'm feeling really bad right now. What is that? So I was on the way home, and I noticed something. And I was like, what the fuck? So I sped up to pay attention more, and then I felt bad about having sped up to look. Because <laughs> a guy passed me driving,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I sped up, and I realized like his hand was fucked up. Like his hand looked like it like had two potatoes growing out of it, is the best way I can describe it. <laughs> but I... But I definitely just sped up to see what the fuck was going on with that hand. <laughs> but I didn't know. I thought he was like wearing a baseball glove or something. <laughs> like like he's just driving wearing a catcher's mitt or something. Yeah. Uh, like I thought it was something bizarre like that. Like I thought he was a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it turns out he just had a had a bad hand had, and then i felt bad like well,
1: it's a dar's face for a
0: hand yes like i was super happy to just to laugh and make fun if he was just drive like I, he loves baseball so much he's driving with a baseball glove happy to make fun of him like for he's that he's
1: putting on the gear as he's speeding <laughs> but
0: yeah but if he but he actually had you know a physical problem so i felt bad for having gawked
1: uh well i felt really good this weekend yeah uh so i set up and play in the stock market stuff mm-hmm. I got. I made like two hundred bucks. That's awesome. Off of you know, I made like a fifty percent return on yeah. my money. That was yeah. Pretty
0: good. You've been talking about that, and I really feel like I should just really invest in a book or something and start reading it or get one from the library because I really feel like there's obviously money to be made there. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of like committing to doing it.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I know a guy. Buy him lunch, and he'll he'll give you the secrets. Yeah. I
0: think that's something too. It's not like there's competition with that. I mean, there is, but on that scale, it's not like it's not like both of us are going to be spending millions of dollars on there. So he's scared to, right. <laughs> like, we're going to be outbidding each other.
1: Right. Yeah. And it, it, the beauty of the stock market is the more people are in, like, the the healthier it is. So, yeah. You know, people want people to to join in. Yeah. Uh, so it was a three day weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to work on Friday. I left work Friday uh giddy about my investments and also like knowing that it you know I had a three day weekend ahead uh I did nothing i like I said I was gonna go fishing i didn't you know i didn't sit I slept it was great uh what I also didn't do is watch these movies <laughs> really? so uh, I left work early today and then worked from home. So that I could watch these movies <laughs> while working from home. You're so lazy that you won't watch a movie. I, I forgot. <laughs> so Here's the facts <laughs> that I knew. Here's the facts that I knew on Friday. I knew I left work on Friday. I knew I had a three-day weekend ahead of me. I knew we were recording on Tuesday. I forgot that my last day off was Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, that didn't factor in. It wasn't yes. Monday because I wasn't going to work.
0: Yeah. You'll get you'll watch him when you get home on Monday. Uh-huh. After work on exactly. Monday.
1: Yes. And now here I am <laughs> thinking, like, oh, I'm going to watch him after work today. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Uh, I don't feel well. I need to leave now.
1: <laughs> just, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, well, let's dive in. King of the Ants.
1: Yeah. Uh, King of the Ants is, like, uh, a weird take on a very standard revenge flick sure yeah overall thoughts uh it was good uh like it's nothing that i'm gonna be like have you seen king of the ants you need to see king of the ants Mm -hmm. but it's like "Eh, that was that was worth my hour and a half sure uh
0: so king of the ants uh, both of these movies i remember my disease but it gets better i watched them like five years ago so Mm -hmm. so they have five years of uh turning from bronze into gold my mind Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're it's bronze movie um (laughs) and the thing that i that i i do enjoy it but i love watching it and feeling like if this was an a movie like how i would recast it so like i would have billy zane instead of whoever this lead was
1: i liked the lead i thought he was i thought thought
0: everybody was fine but but uh, but i'm still like like i
1: won't i won't go that far
0: like George went <laughs> like I love I f- George I went. I feel love, like
1: I love George went as a, as a tough guy yes. as, as a, like that's cause he's always so cuddly, but here's Every the thing. single role he's in. He's yes, cuddly.
0: But here's the thing. George went, if this was an a movie that would have been John Goodman.
1: Yeah. And you know what? George <laughs> went like John Goodman's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. He's a C level national treasure, but a national treasure. Nonetheless. So, like
0: I, I was just, and like, the Baldwin, obviously you know which
1: because <laughs> because daniel baldwin is just like an alec baldwin that you buy from the scratch and dent aisle. <laughs>
0: that's exactly what it is so in my mind i'm just watching this like alec baldwin john goodman billy zane yeah <laughs> like, that's that's who you'd recast
1: in that movie exactly and then you get uh carl weathers <laughs> well i was gonna say um uh eddie hudson
0: eddie hudson maybe yeah, yeah. don Cheadle, maybe Sure,
1: yeah. Don, Don Cheadle. Cheadle would be good. Yeah, this is early 2000s uh, of so Don Cheadle. But we Don Cheadle. The
0: and then uh, what about the, uh, the the scraggly white guy?
1: Mm. Um, this is probably too early for Danny McBride and probably too serious. I don't know if he has the acting jobs.
0: Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to revisit that. That's the, that's the role that I don't know about. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez would probably be
1: shell rodriguez
0: would be the the girlfriend maybe or jessica alba i would
1: think uh fuck miriam whatever um the chick from deadpool 2 that's what i would put in there hmm. you got a, deadpool and deadpool
0: yeah too. uh ron livingston is your your <laughs> c-grade uh uh good-looking actor your c-grade brad pitt or ryan gosling right
1: yeah but you wouldn't put brad Pitt or no that's matt damon Matt, yes. Matt Damon yes. loves being just like oh my god why is Matt Damon in this <laughs> he
0: yes does. that's Matt Damon you're right that would be Ron Livingston's <laughs> part like all of the everybody in this movie is perfectly fine and perfectly adequate <laughs> yes. but they're not really anybody, they're, they're not really anybody's first choice
1: yeah <laughs> that, was, that was good that was cathartic that was good I enjoyed
0: that yeah good so we're on the same page um, but it it's cheap it feels cheap Um, but it is a a cool, unique story with, uh, that that really showcases the physiology of people and how humans are, uh, really unique. And I'll talk more about that when we get there.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, my first note here is he uses a sandwich as a bookmark because he's eating a sandwich. He has a book and he's just like, I don't know. This goes in here. The doorbell rang. I need to put that. (laughs) This is found that weird and this great. is our
0: this is our lead and he's like painting a house right
1: yeah uh, and then george went shows up and he's the electrician
0: it's like multiplicity when number four puts a piece of pizza in his wallet
1: <laughs> i need to re i haven't seen multiplicity in like 15 years so i need to rewatch. watch uh, it's pretty great yeah, i watched I it not it. that I've, long i watched it not 15 long years ago i probably watched it a dozen times yeah i watched it not long ago at all uh, one
0: of the things that I almost said that I really remembered about this movie is George went sitting on the floor <laughs> looking yeah. more uncomfortable than anyone has ever looked in their life. I like, mean,
1: that's, that's what a fat guy looks like when he sits on the floor. But
0: it, I mean, he nailed that. <laughs> he nailed a fat guy sitting on the floor cause with he the, did not look comfortable. With a
1: Cooler with three beers in, in between his legs. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, so George went shows up and he's the electrician mm-hmm. that's going to be helping and, and they, they kind of hit it off, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, says uh, i'm duke you know you don't look like you're very good at what you're doing right now yeah. <laughs> and he's like yeah i do a little bit of everything whatever i can get
0: um so duke's like uh hey why don't if you need anything else you know i'll, I'll be sure to look you up yeah and then they move to And then Ar- cut
1: to him immediately calling him Basically.
0: Yes, exactly. They meet Alec Baldwin on a golf course, mm-hmm. and then you have George
1: White's back. Yes, it's just covered, covered in sweat. <laughs> yes,
0: that's the moment, and I was like, "This is John Goodman," because <laughs> it is just plastered. You can tell the they've I shot think, for five hours so far.
1: The other thing I think is like. Daniel, like they walk up, and Daniel Baldwin has like the first line, and I'm just like, he was probably so drunk that they did this twelve times in the sun, <laughs> and just like each take, George is just getting sweatier and yes, sweatier, and they didn't have another shirt to change <laughs> no. him into.
0: He's so fucking sweaty. <laughs> it's like a green shirt, so it almost looks like there's like leaves on his back, like darker colored <laughs> leaves spreading from his and then back. He takes
1: off the. Uh, the clubs and it's just even darker green <laughs> with sweat <laughs> he's underneath. so
0: sweaty that's exactly what i wanted to talk about alec baldwin wearing his glasses that just scream this movie was made in 2001
1: daniel baldwin you you offended did i say alec baldwin, did say alec baldwin. My bad. yes every time daniel baldwin was on screen you're like this could like is he doing an alec baldwin impression yeah. like he's did they is that's how he learned how to act just he watched glenn, glenn glenn and ross and was like i was made for this i guess yeah <laughs> and he just does it like at least stephen baldwin has his own thing right mm-hmm. he's shitty but he's yeah. shitty in a unique way yeah daniel baldwin is just like you you like my brother alec but don't want to pay him pay me
0: has there been all right I'm, i might be giving this away there needs to be like a saturday night live skit where like all the baldwins and like all the weigh like Walk up together like a street <laughs> fight or something. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Right. West Side Story. Yes, like that. But with the the bald ones and the wayans, that would be awesome, right? Like, oh,
1: that's great. Like you have
0: Damon and Alec are obviously in the front, and they're like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That that uh, feels like it could be a uh, that 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 would revive Saturday Night Live because they're in a slump. Are, are they? I don't know. I haven't been watching since nineteen ninety four.
2: Um,
1: so if, if I think, i'm not following I think it's actually really good for the first time in years i've not watched it for probably a, since will ferrell one. left i think i haven't watched it for a really long time i think it's really good right now yeah anyway
0: um so yeah so I'll, I'll uh daniel baldwin is like uh hey why don't you do this why don't you follow ron livingston around and take polaroid pictures of him because it's 2001 yeah uh and that's what he does yeah. <laughs> just follows him around on his bike On his bicycle. I don't, I've never followed, actually that's not true. uh, A friend and I were bored, like right after high school or in high school, you don't have anything to do. Mm -hmm. So we would drive around and just hang out, like you'd go to a coffee shop, because that's what you did in 2000, (laughs) right when this movie is being made. Sure. Uh, So we started doing this thing, we did it three or four times, three or four different people, it wasn't a big thing, Mm -hmm. but we would just follow somebody.
1: That's fucking creepy.
0: Uh, And it was just to see if they would figure it out, right? You
1: are my nightmare.
0: uh, (laughs) But anyway, I feel like following people, if you were being followed, it would be way more obvious than people seem to be paying attention in movies.
1: Oh, yeah. Like all the time. Constantly, right? Also, he parked literally right in front of like 60 feet away from their house well yeah is where he hung out yeah. to watch him every and day. then
0: they're on the subway and he like is putting his armpit on ron <laughs> livingston at one point he's like whispering in his ear yeah like just totally invading his personal space mm-hmm. that would be drawing attention to you yeah
1: but i uh, guess that's the point right i guess so he wasn't supposed to be good at it i guess that's what we learn. uh the you can also tell this is a uh like a no budget film because uh a lot of the Foley work is missing. Like he literally angrily throws a phone across the room to silence.
0: Uh, what about the multiple times when like he hits, he bonks his head and it sounds like it's almost a comedic sound.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the only Foley work they did. Is, is
0: that trying to sound, f- is it supposed to be a funny thing or did they just not nail or it? Or
1: did they just be like, this is what it sounds like when a head hits something. This is what I see in the movie. And then you
0: heard Tweety Bird like, Tweet. That's what it sounds like by the way.
1: Tweet-o, tweet, tweet-o. tweet-o, tweet-o. <laughs> you sound like you're like trying to tweet out the dreidel song.
0: <laughs> That's what I thought when I was doing it. I was thinking about the dreidel song. <laughs> uh, so uh
1: Baldwin Oh gets... by the way, I did uh I started to watch these movies at work. Like I thought maybe I can have it on in the background or something really glad i didn't for both of these movies really <laughs> glad that i stopped about five minutes into king of the ants Cause I was like this is untenable does that have
0: something to do with the fact that my next note is uh i appreciate male nudity <laughs>
1: uh okay is that not it i mean there's a whole lot of male and female nudity in this and chicks with dicks or at least one giant chick with dick. dicks like a Hodor-sized stick.
0: Yeah, like we should have watched this with uh Micropenis Josh cuz he would have been like, "Oh my god. <laughs> that's a thigh." Uh so so Daniel Baldwin convinces him to kill him for, to kill uh, Ron Livingston for 13 grand.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They haggle, 13 grand is what they decide he on. He
1: tells a really boring story that isn't convincing cuz he's Daniel Baldwin. Yeah, this, and then uh, I and then I really liked he, I really liked Sean's uh stammering through his three or four things he needed i enjoyed that that was well that was much better acted yeah
0: i feel like it's i feel like it could have been if it was performed better it could have been done like if this was if that was uh i don't know steve buscemi (laughs) saying those alec baldwin lines daniel baldwin lines uh it could have been pulled off better Mm -hmm. uh lawrence tierney is who i was
1: I don't know who
0: that is. That's the boss from Reservoir Dogs.
1: The white-haired guy.
0: Yeah, okay. it's the boss. Yeah.
1: Yep. Also
0: Elaine's dad from Seinfeld. Don't
1: watch Seinfeld. I know. Disappointing. Uh, so he convinces him it's, he's. I'm disappointed c- in everything else that you don't watch.
0: <laughs> so he convinces him to kill him. So he uh, decides he's going to go uh, full nail gun massacre on uh, Ron Livingston. And you don't get that reference, but it's hilarious. There are people out there that are that are horror fans. They're like, "Oh my god, he referenced nail gun massacre." You're welcome. Does someone kill someone with a fridge in
1: nail gun massacre?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. I think they use a nail gun.
1: Oh, that would make more sense.
0: <laughs> so he he hits Ron Livingston with a pot,
1: and then smushes okay, well, his head with he a fridge. Hits, first he hits him with like this big tooth thing. Yeah, twice. And then drops a pot on his head like, dude, that like, that doesn't work. <laughs> and then he's sitting up and and I'm like, okay, that thing is there. Obviously, that was working. He's bloody from that. Mm-hmm. Hit him with that a few more times. Nope. Don't I'm, do no, that. Drop a fridge on him.
0: Push a refrigerator on him and then that'll be sure to kill him. The other thing I was thinking is he's like going into the house. So he wore, he wore a, a motorcycle helmet in. Then he took it out when he gets there. Doorbell cameras and like how cheap cameras are has really like uh, started hindering my murdering, yeah. Because he would be caught instantly because everybody around there has doorbell cameras guaranteed now.
1: Oh yeah, uh, and little Arlo cameras and
0: yeah. yeah. Um, we played some games last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were playing, apparently Jason, who we played with, somebody took out his uh his passenger back, his passenger, or his uh, driver mirror in my neighborhood. That sucks. Yeah, I was pretty not happy about that. Yeah. So. Well, he didn't have me.
2: I was <laughs> right in front of him. Uh,
0: he stayed overnight, though, so it could have yeah. happened at any point. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, he kills him with through a refrigerator. Ron Livingston mm-hmm. kills him because Ron Livingston was investigating Daniel Baldwin.
1: Yes. He yes. was a accountant for the uh mayor's office or something yep and uh was going to the press Mm -hmm. with some corruption stuff yes uh blowing that whistle
0: so sean tries to collect his money and george Wentz like just get the fuck out of here yeah get out of here leave on a train
1: i'm gonna fucking rear naked choke you yes I'm going call to call you an aunt.
0: Yeah. And then Daniel Baldwin's like, I was drunk. You can't. Why'd you listen <laughs> to me? You idiot.
1: Yeah. So they, they take him to this property on the desert. You mean the Bluth house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they take him to the Bluth house and to the <laughs> shed in the back. Uh,
0: hmm. And this is where like, this is the unique thing about this movie. So what they end up doing, Daniel Baldwin poorly, <laughs> goes through a monologue about somebody that they uh, smacked into the head and turned him yeah. into a vegetable, basically. Dino. you don't call him uh, Gino anymore. No, nope. Call him Dumbo. Yes. So they're going to do the same thing to Sean. So they yeah.
1: tie – he got hit in the head with a fucking wrecking ball. Yeah. They're hitting him in the head with a golf club.
0: Yeah, but over and over and over. So they – through a, a, a series of extended length of time, they hit him over and over and over the head with, with a, a golf club. Mm-hmm. To the point where he kind of succumbs
1: to it and he's... They're nice. They wrap a piece of mattress around his head. Yeah.
0: Uh, and it seems to work because he's obviously impaired mentally in some ways, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. He reverts to but, animalistic. Yeah. But then he escapes and he's kind of fine. Yes. I don't know.
0: Yes, exactly. So so here's where I want to start. So far, uh, getting hit on the head dozens of times. Presumably, we
1: see like three or four, so I don't know how many.
0: Okay, let's say at least six. Okay, at least half a dozen. Okay, and he's able to recuperate from from possibly some sort of debilitating mental problem,
1: mm-hmm. and then he comes back. He could have just been playing you. He could have been, but, you know, like I'm an animal. I'm going to cut my own okay. throat. I'm going to eat but George he, But he lived.
0: He lived, obviously. Okay, boy,
1: he lived. Then he escapes. Uh, Because his friend followed Dana Baldwin and then hit the white guy.
0: Yeah. Who we still haven't cast yet.
1: Yeah. You
0: know who should be? It should be uh, uh, basically anybody from Sons of Anarchy.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know what I was thinking? Uh, Shit.
0: Mayor McCheese.
1: (laughs) Uh baldwin not baldwin but it is a b name i'm pretty sure it's the dude jeff bridges there it is yeah there you go jeff bridges it's okay yeah i could see that i think it's a little too much yeah but you know if we're if 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 uh american treasure john goodman is the george white character then why can't it be jeff bridges it could be and then it ernie hudson be. seems like the ernie hudson or carl weather seems like the odd man out yeah i think carl weathers is too beefy yeah is he still though Mm. 15 years ago probably
0: yeah uh so he's escapes Mm -hmm. right uh and he ends up like at a halfway house type thing yeah uh and ron livingston's widow ends up working there and -hmm. they start kind of start a
1: little thing (laughs) yeah so he gets all healed up he has like a fucking he has a potato growing out of his eye. and that <laughs> heals a lot in of like potato anatomy weeks. this week. <laughs> that, it all heals in like two weeks, three yep. weeks? I don't mm-hmm. know what they said. Yep. And then uh, she's like, do you have anywhere to go? We kind of need the bed here. And he's like, yeah, I have somewhere to go. Why don't you follow me? I don't know why she goes to the apartment. Uh,
0: well, I mean, they got a thing. We got a little flirtation going
1: on, right? I don't know if they did at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. But then... Uh, she's like, well, why don't you come back to my home where you murdered my, husband? <laughs> but I don't know that yet. Nope. Uh, and I do
0: like, like how casually she starts getting uncomfortable with this shit. Mm-hmm. Like she needs a pen. So he like jumps up and knows right where the fucking pens are,
1: which I don't rem- remember, but I guess, yeah, he, that is because Ron Livingston was, he was gonna, looking for to take a message. Yeah, yes. He was wrestling out of that drawer. Yep. Makes sense. Yes. Uh,
0: uh, and he murders her. <laughs>
1: uh, I have, he's staying with the wife of the guy he murdered. It's like the premise of a bad seventies sitcom. Like, Oh, what shenanigans are they going to get into this week? Uh, so will they, won't they? Will she find out? Who knows? Uh, Is John Ritter really gay? Three's company. Yeah. Do you know the premise of three's company?
0: Uh, he pretended to be gay so he could live with two women.
1: Yeah.
2: I've never because, seen it. Yeah, I know he had it. I've an, never
1: seen it either, but that's fucking crazy. In that. That was a show. Yeah. And people loved it. It was on for multiple seasons. There was also Bosom Buddies, which people didn't like as much apparently cuz it only went like a season or two. But that was Tom Hanks and another dude dressed up like women to go to an all-women's college or stay at a women's dorm or something. That's why it was called Bosom Buddies. Get it? Mhm. Uh Tom Hanks just the
0: premise of movies, like makes you realize, like, kind of how far we've come, <laughs> you know, Man. like Soul Man and like those horrible, like, even just, just within like our our recent memory, right? Like, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Like, who would have thought? <laughs> like,
1: imagine that in two thousand ten. It was hard to imagine in two thousand five or whenever it came out. That's what it I'm was saying. Already, it was like, made. Are you is this really what I'm saying there? It's what you doing? Wait a minute, hold
0: on, I got a pitch. Let's pretend mm-hmm. we're just a couple normal dudes, uh-huh, and we get married like real straight guys, like normal guys, okay, not like like we're normies, okay, but we pretend we're not, and they let us get married,
1: oh, okay, uh, you know what was cool nine eleven <laughs> let's be New York City firemen. Oh, are post they? 9/11. Are they?
0: In, mm-hmm.
1: So they're double downing
0: on nine uh-huh. eleven stuff and how odd and crazy it would be that two dudes would get married.
1: I mean, they're definitely going on the post nine eleven NYPD FDNY love there. Yeah,
0: really? <laughs> wow, I didn't realize that part <laughs> yeah. of it. That's even worse.
1: But then the premise is, I think that they get bad insurance, so they have to get married to get good insurance or something. I don't remember. I saw that movie in the theater. My mom That's wanted so to sad. go. <laughs> uh
0: this is a random gay thing. Uh I was talking to a gay friend. Penis. And he, uh and he was uh so he's in his late thirties or something probably, right? And he was saying like he's he's tired of just like dating these young dudes or whatever and mm-hmm. and he wants to settle down and mm-hmm. whatever he wants to do, whether they're gonna adopt yeah. a kid or whatever, right? And he said, like, he was on some dating app and he gets a text or he gets a message from somebody. And the very first thing is like, hey, I bet you got a big dick. (laughs) And he just replied and said, well, aren't you the charmer? (laughs) And I was like, that's the best response ever. (laughs) Then he never responded to the guy anymore, because obviously that's not how you introduce yourself. If you're looking for a committed relationship and something mature.
1: (sighs) Gay dudes have to have small penises, too, right? I mean they're out there. Statistically. Uh, well, yeah, but I, like uh, can you imagine being a gay dude with a tiny dick and then you're just like and like if you have your relationship with like a normal size or even a, a big guy, it's like every time you're fucking it's like there's a bigger one. That's yeah. got to that's got to be like like extra
0: no, I'm, I'm sure the first time it is, it's the same way you show your dick to a woman. i there's got to be that, that right. nervous judgmental thing. But I think once you're past that, you're past it. Like, I think once you get past the first one, I don't think that it's really a thing.
1: Mm. Cause you know, you know, when you're first, like you could compare yourself to like everyone you had and then you're just like, tell me I'm the biggest you've ever had. Once you get that out of your system, it's like fine, but it's not like in your face.
0: All the time yeah i feel like it's probably just like any hmm. regular human relationship you know they're people too really <laughs> hmm. Uh i get what you're saying like like maybe that initial like thing of like "Ooh, is he gonna be cool with it but then he's got his own thing he's packing so he's comparing it directly to himself right so
1: maybe i'm just saying it's the constant reminder that you're just right because if you're like you have a small penis or you're insecure and you're with a woman you're like it's comparing to like everyone she's been with before or whatever
0: but it's just a constant reminder
1: and it's just like a concept in your head but this one it's like right there in your face or wherever it is i don't know what you guys do do what you want have fun yeah
2: i don't know
0: again i feel like it just stops being a thing (laughs) i'm sure it just stops being i'm sure uh anyway chuck and larry
1: <laughs> that's not the movie we watch.
0: <laughs> thank god uh so so how does he kill her because this is the guy that got bashed in the head repeatedly uh-huh. repeatedly by grown men
1: yeah he gives her a little shake <laughs> and she bumps her head yeah and then i'm like oh so now is she gonna be the dumbo no, apparently she just
0: died. She died. Probably. He didn't even He didn't even kill her maniac cop style where he actually pressed
1: her head against the wall. Right. He just... One bonk. And also, like, she said she called the cops. Was that a bluff? Like, that would have been... If that's not a bluff, I want to see him get out of that situation. No, just cut to black. And then fade back in and suddenly he's in the Bluth house again. Yes. But, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the time where, it, like there's a time here where I'm like, who the fuck is our protagonist of this movie? Because around the time that he moves in and she figures it out, like even before she figures it out, you're like, this is really creepy. I don't, I'm feeling more for like the woman in the situation who is about to be blindsided with this information. And then you totally switch and then he kills her. And then you're just like, oh, I guess we're back in, okay, he's killing the bad guys, so I guess he's our protagonist. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's it's odd. It's just a story. <laughs> like, yeah. this is just the story of things that happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's why, like, I don't know, stories work in, it's just a story works in other mediums. But I feel like film, You can't, I don't know. I feel like you you kind of need a protagonist. You kind of need a vessel. You're not wrong, or yeah. yeah. And it just feels like we either switch, or this movie's confused about which protagonist is.
0: Uh, it's just sloppy uh, to me. It's a little sloppy. Sure, I'll give it to you. Um, we skipped over the weird <laughs> scene, which is giant yeah. penis and Ant Man.
1: Yeah, Ant Lady.
0: Ant Lady, uh, and then you just get a big throbbing she cock
1: uh, i mean you get to see the, the the top of it that's all the top of the shaft yeah but that thing is huge it's thick it's yeah
0: you want to you wanna hear a funny story sure uh so about a giant throbbing cock n- not throbbing okay so to this day <laughs> to this day in my mind all right so i've got a microphone here right
2: uh-huh
0: to this day in my mind this is my father's penis like just got the biggest fucking head at the end and then it tapers in some way and it's a foot long like literally, like basically this exact size uh-huh. is what my father's penis is in my head
1: okay and there
0: wasn't like a lot of nudity in my house it's not like he would run around nude but like I think like at the beach or something like changing in the little bathrooms or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I saw his penis and I had to have been super, super little. And in my mind, I'm like, Oh my God, why is his penis so huge? Mine is so tiny.
2: Yeah.
0: And I'm remembering it the same way as you would re- remember the elementary school gym is like fucking enormous. Yeah. But in my head, that's still what I envisioned my father's penis as. Yeah. I doubt that it's that big. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, I didn't have a father, so I <laughs> didn't
2: have that. That's really all I was doing I was rubbing it in, it in, in there. there. That's, all that it. That's all I, I was doing how to follow it up.
1: <laughs> I saw my neighbor's grandpa's penis one day. Yeah. It was like uh well, it was my grandparents' neighbors and they were separated by this little tiny fence and you would just go over the fence and you would go over and knock on the door to see if they were home. And that meant going through their yard. Because their front door was on. Like the fence was in the backyard. Have to go around. And I was just walking by. And standing there in the garden taking a piss. <laughs> with <laughs> like three of his fingers missing. <laughs> so not only did I see his missing fingers hand. But then that it was it was gripping his penis while he was peeing. <laughs> That's that's a visual that has just now come back into my brain, so thank you. You're welcome for that. <laughs> I'm getting good. I'm getting on therapy, <laughs> live on microphone.
0: Oh, I'm glad I could help with that. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Anything we're missing
0: from uh, King of the Ants?
1: Uh he 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 gets revenge. He kills them all.
0: Yes, that's an important
1: part, I suppose. Of the revenge flick he
0: does yeah he gets his revenge Mm -hmm. cuts off george once frozen head and burns it barbecues it i thought i thought the george went body looked really really good yeah it really looked good and his head really looked good like usually they're way farther off than Mm -hmm. this and i thought the burt head looked really good
2: yeah, it, like, like the, with
1: the teeth and everything. With the and teeth and, and uh-huh.
0: like the fat that had melted off and everything, yeah. it really looked good for, yeah. for this. I think that they, for the most part, spent their money wisely because they or like didn't have a time. Hired
1: t- like a little, you know, an up and comer. Yeah, they it was hired just like really good. Yeah, this person, whoever
0: they hired, they they hired the right person. Yeah, hopefully that person went on to do some good things. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it, it's definitely like a director, like getting that out like he wanted to do this type of crime movie or whatever mm-hmm. and he did that one is yeah. what it feels like to me
1: yeah it's like an indie revenge which you know means because it's indie it has to have weird dream sequences yeah
0: so. i avoided this movie for years okay. for years because of the cover for this movie like they definitely <laughs> no face and everything. yes i think it was definitely like we have a Stuart gordon movie called king of the ants mm-hmm. we have to make people think that it's a uh, Lovecraftian horror film. I figured That's how they we're, were going to sell it.
1: What I thought was going to happen was they were going to leave him in that shed and then he was like going to get covered in ants and like eaten and shit and then take revenge.
0: As a giant ant or something? I don't know. I yeah.
1: didn't think it was going to go all sci-fi or yeah. like, I don't know. I just figured like he would get all be eaten, eaten up and shit and like they would leave him for dead, but somehow he survived and now he's deformed or whatever, I don't know.
0: Radioactive. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, it's>
1: radioactive.
0: <laughs> Ant-Man. That's already. I keep a saying thing. Ant-Man but that's already a thing. It's not, yeah, It's a thing. Um yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> you better be. Mm, I stepped on your your Marvel toes.
1: Oh. Uh, you get to answer to Michael Douglas and Paul Rudd.
0: Michael Douglas
1: Michael Douglas plays Hank Pym, who was the original Ant-Man. And the first movie is him basically passing the torch to Paul Rudd, Scott Lang. They they made another Ant-Man? They've made two, and he is kind of a big deal in the latest Avengers movie. Hold on.
0: That doesn't make sense. Like, back in the day, Michael Douglas was Ant-Man?
1: No. No. He plays... Hank Pym in the new Ant Man. Using
0: names that doesn't mean anything. He
1: plays the person who was the original Ant Man, and he gives his old costume. Okay, I
0: thought you were saying like he was to Michael Keaton's Batman. No, like there was Ant Man in 1984 that I didn't know about. I almost (laughs) fell out of the goddamn (laughs) chair. No, you adjusted yourself and like (laughs) flopped backwards too hard or something. Threw myself backwards. That was almost amazing.
1: Yeah. But no, he played, he, yeah, and then they do, like, the digital uh, make you younger face for scenes from, like, the 70s and stuff.
0: Didn't they do that in one of the Men in Black movies? Uh, Like, did that with him,
1: No, they just hired somebody who looked like Tommy Lee Jones. Is that what it was? I think they did do a tiny bit, but, yeah, they then they just hired... Um, Josh Brolin? Yeah, Josh Brolin, who looks like, oh, my God, I never realized, but he looks exactly like Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I just saw
0: a thing with, like, Will Smith on the red carpet for Aladdin where he, like, was talking to these two little girls then mm-hmm. like, had them come with him to, like, meet whoever played Princess
2: Jasmine.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and that man is so fucking charming. Yes. Like, Like, I just remember seeing a thing, like, these These are very specific things that these actors can't do. Mm-hmm. And Will Smith's was he cannot be the bad guy. And they're absolutely right. Like, he, no, Will Smith would never intimidate anyone for any reason.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's just fucking charming, all the time. Yeah, uh, I've never seen the Bad Boys movies, but I feel like that's like as real as he as he gets. Yeah, him and Martin Lawrence. Whatever happened to
0: Martin Lawrence?
1: I think he, the last thing he did were those Bad Boys movies. <laughs> mm, what about Black Knight?
0: He did Black Knight. What about Martin?
1: <laughs> I remember Martin. I do remember Black Knight. That's when he goes back in time, right? becomes a knight yes
0: yeah did martin did he play was he the woman in that show too yes like he did the tyler perry thing before tyler perry He was the woman neighbor and mama from mama's family was not an old woman
1: no it was a younger woman yes
2: yeah
0: and pat was a woman
1: no who knows what pat was no in real life pat was a woman yes pat was a woman in real (laughs) life
0: They actually hired someone and never they they never told you whether that it was an actor or an actress.
1: Yeah. Uh, she is a one woman show, all about like the death of her mother slash uh, the comfort of atheism. That's pretty good.
0: I don't think I've seen a one wo- uh, one person show. What's the difference between a one person show and like a monologue, a speech, a stand up, a TED talk?
1: I mean, etc. <laughs> it's like a show length. Okay. So. She gets up there and she talks for 90 minutes. Okay. It's good. I enjoyed
0: it. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying I don't know the difference. Like remember when I cracked the code of Mexican food and I ordered a taco, a burrito, a quesadilla, an enchilada all at the same time. I want to watch somebody's uh, hour and a half comedy special, their stand up, their (laughs) TED talk all in a row. And I bet you they're, they're very similar.
1: Mike Barbiglia has kind of converted it from being a straight stand up to doing like one person shows where he rather than doing a set he builds a story with jokes in it, you know. Um I don't know. Hmm. He's It's it's a person you probably never heard of. Uh I've heard stuff. of him. Cool. I've heard of him. I don't mean to brag. He <laughs> he had he made uh One of his one-person shows he made a movie out of called Sleepwalk With Me about how he uh, has this disorder where he, like, sleepwalks. And one time he threw himself out of a second-story window of a hotel room. So it's cool. Sounds terrifying. Yeah. So now he sleeps, like, with mittens on his hands, arms at his side zipped inside of a sleeping bag. And that's how he has to sleep every night.
0: That sounds couldn't he put terrible. Like, couldn't he, like, you could... I guess he probably travels a lot. But yeah. I was going to say you could put, like, a keyed lock on the door.
1: Right, but it's not just that. Like, he'll, like, leap up on furniture and stuff. And, like, he he tells a story of how uh, he got up on top of, like, this cabinet and something... Because he uh he was getting second place in the Dustbuster Olympics and then he climbed up even higher because there was a mistake and he actually won the Dustbuster Olympics. And so he's just like on top of the thing and then it all comes crashing down and the TiVo breaks and
2: Yeah.
0: I never know how much I can believe in stand up though. Like
1: yeah.
2: you, you
0: wanna believe. I wanna believe. It's real to me, damn it. Right.
1: But I mean, like this is one, one version of show a book everything. Like, sure, I'm sure it actually happened. Like that's kind of crazy to make up. Yeah, you you can always say like you can tell where the truth lies in a joke and where it doesn't usually. Because usually, sure. usually the craziest shit is the real yeah. shit. Uh, I remember, I never remember
0: this dude's name. Uh, Patrice O'Neill uh-huh. had a story about how he found out he had, how he had diabetes Mm -hmm. and he was like getting kinky with his girlfriend and she said his pee tasted like birthday cake and my wife and i were watching that like that feels real to me (laughs) like we were both convinced that's actually what led him to go to the to the yeah to the er or (laughs) to the doctor was because his girlfriend said his pee tasted like birthday cake
1: his pee yeah not his semen no his pee weird
0: yeah like (laughs) all right then like even then you were like kind of more believable now (laughs) all right <laughs> like if you have you ever seen, he's his? just espousing
1: some r kelly bullshit that's probably it's probably true
0: it is but it's it was consensual and <laughs> like well, this I'm, was his girlfriend yeah. that's not yeah.
1: i wouldn't think it wasn't
0: who, who's of age <laughs> so i don't think i would put him yeah, in, i wasn't quite yet yeah, yeah i, I think quite, it's different I like, yes i you you super know, gross not trying i don't to get the i don't get that smirch the good name of patrice o'neill but O'Neil, if they're in both peace. into it then sure have you watched his stand-up patrice o'neill yeah uh a little bit he's yeah. so good like yeah i don't i'm not even a stand-up guy but uh yeah. i'm not a stand-up guy <laughs> uh, <laughs> i stole stuff what can i say i'm yeah. a thief
2: yeah you're a thief <laughs> you're not really a stand-up
0: guy uh, uh build one bridge uh yeah uh should we move on to edmund sure overall synopsis <laughs> uh
1: edmund is about uh a guy named edmund Mm -hmm. who uh, gets his fortune told Mm -hmm. and basically uh, reacts and destroys his life in one crazy night.
0: Sure. This is like, you talked about Michael Douglas earlier. This is falling down. I've said a bunch of movies are falling down. This is falling down, right?
1: I mean, this is David Mamet. Like, 100 percent it's like it's new york it's a very simple story it like ends with like a uh basically a a, a philosophical conversation about uh you know race and human beings in general mm-hmm. it's very david Mamet.
0: uh i love the minutiae of this movie mm-hmm. um and like the like the intricacies and the debates and like uh, i keep referencing it we're gonna all right next week we're just watching the entire run of seinfeld just the whole series (laughs) just so you can get my references (laughs) that's next week
2: you have have nine seasons
0: you have nine seasons to watch um but that's what like that that show was is like talking about the minutiae of things and Mm -hmm. like the technicalities and that's like what a lot of (laughs) this is and i see like the way i would interact with people or like trying to figure like maybe not even interacting because i don't think it'd be as aggressive as he is right but just trying to figure out the economics of like the sex trade like i try to figure those things out yeah uh and uh i love that part of the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> we could talk more about it but uh yeah so I just overall, start thoughts. Off
1: by saying fucking give a man an epilepsy warning for that production logo at the beginning <laughs> It's like the second production logo. You're two seconds into this experience, and then all of a sudden you're shaking on the floor. <laughs> like, why is that your production? Why is your production logo a fucking strobe light? Ugh.
0: Um, so he gets his car. Uh, that his fortune red, Then By he the comes the old home. lady
1: from all those Adam Sandler movies that yep. you love.
0: Mm-hmm. That I love.
1: That one would. L- the one, no, I mean, you in general. The, not you specifically, the general okay. you. Yeah. The ones that you love, she's in those.
2: Yeah. The Billy ones Madison. that you're not. Billy Madison and Happy Go More.
1: And, and Wedding Singer. Uh, those ones that aren't great, she's she's not in those.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he comes home and leaves his wife immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah. He just gets up and says, All right, I'm leaving. And she's like, All right, pick me up a pack of cigarettes. And he's like, No. Like, I'm leaving. For good yeah fuck and you it's it's just there's no emotion nope It's just this is what's happening this is mm-hmm. what i'm doing
0: yep he's he he came to an epiphany sure uh yeah. and uh so he goes to a bar and makes a racist friend
1: i feel like they just let dave they just let uh uh david they just let uh joe montagna on set and he just started espousing his beliefs
0: and he's like oh shit that was that was the camera was running i thought i was just talking to william h macy <laughs>
1: i don't know if joe montana is racist but he looks like he might be i don't know maybe he's just a good actor (laughs) maybe he just finally like finally i get to say some something i really believe i can get behind this character would that be would
0: that be weird if if all right so you do hire him for this right and then he shows up and then he just starts improvising all these extra (laughs) lines like at that moment it's not like like,
1: shit now this has to be about the white race
0: fuck (laughs) Hold on. I have some alts. (laughs) Seems like I got more. I can keep going. You want me to keep going? You got enough. We've been here for six hours. We've got plenty. (laughs) Your alts are just the N word with different degrees of (laughs) emphasis. Uh, But he's got this philosophy that like it sounds like a real philosophy someone would espouse, right? Because it's not.
1: uh, Certainly. Yeah.
0: It's not just like a blatant, like, I hate black people. Like, he's like, I don't blame them. They're good at certain things. Right. But then,
1: it's, it's othering them. It's the,
2: that That's a, no, them. No, I'm not yeah. saying it's
0: right, but that's exactly yeah. what it's doing. It's saying them and us. Yeah. They have their things. We have our things. Right. 100% that's what he's saying. And William H. Macy is just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm with yeah. you.
1: Uh-huh. Like, he's 100% racist, but he's also a little jealous of them. Because he's like, you know what? They don't care. They don't, they, you know, <laughs> well, it's get out. Right? Just, this just, dude would just have just def- stand in the tree watching the elephants. This, this like, dude Lord would have bid, trisels, but
0: this dude would have bid on Chris and get out. Right. Oh yeah. He definitely would have. Yeah. He definitely would have bid on him. <laughs> uh, so he gives him a card cause William H Macy's like, I need to blow my load. Like that's yeah. really what this movie's about. This is, this is the 50 year old American pie.
2: Sure. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> American Pie is who can lose yeah. their virginity. Edmund is I'm a 50-year-old dude that wants to sleep with someone 20 years old and attractive.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he goes in and uh the strip club and then immediately uh, Denise Richard walk. first off, like, this movie has fucking everybody. The, this from, cast is pretty like, incredible. Up to down, like, from... Like why is Denise Richards in this? Denise Richards doesn't need to be in this. To uh, you know, fucking star in William H Macy. Come on, he's yep. he's great. Uh, and just everybody is like, I like I recognize the character actor, like character actor George Wendt, doing a weird Russian accent. Yes, uh, really
0: awesomely though. <laughs> yeah,
1: like and then just like Dule Hill, like fucking Dule Hill's in this. That's weird.
0: Uh, Jeffrey Combs.
1: Yeah, is um,
0: it? He's the. He's like the clerk at the hotel, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's awesome at it because it took me a second to recognize it was him. And he's be, he's like this bizarre combination of like super effeminate, but aggressive and gross. Yeah. But also like,
1: he's, he's that typical New York slob, but with like, a touch of effeminate.
0: Yeah. Like it was awesome. Like yeah. he he was amazing at that. It's like a, a character that I haven't seen before. I want to mm-hmm. see that guy in a yeah. movie.
1: Yeah, because like, if the script just said like you're, you're a New Yorker eating chicken wings at like a fuck palace, basically. Yes,
0: which is we see in every movie. Yeah, but I've not seen this character. Yeah, and then
1: he, you know, I don't know if that's if that's Mamet, if that's uh, Stuart Gordon, or if that's Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, but. I don't know,
0: but w- whatever it was, and ended up awesome on screen. Whoever yeah. it was, because it was pretty cool.
1: And then uh, at the end, uh, the prisoner is. Um, uh, would something or something Woodbine, a guy that you'd recognize. Yeah. He's a, uh, uh, shocker in the new spider in the new spider-man movie, not Ooh. the upcoming spider-man movie, the old new spider-man movie.
0: I don't know what that means, but it's a dude you'd recognize from a bunch of things. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to the strip club, which yeah. has extras that you can purchase. Mm-hmm. So he sits down and he's like, uh, I want, and he whispers to her right yeah. she's like 50 bucks he's like okay that's fine hold on you got to buy me a drink first
1: yeah
0: <laughs> so how much are these two drinks
1: two drinks are a hundred dollars
0: a hundred dollars well H macy isn't having any of that so he continues to try to haggle back and forth mm-hmm. about what they what the woman that he's going to sleep with percentages
1: and well, how much is going she to the to house them 50 bucks no matter what yes but she's lowering her own take Right, but but that's She's what like, I just just pay me eighty. Yes, and I'll pay them fifty. Wait, you get the
0: eighty? Yeah. <laughs> do you get the eighty, or do you have to give them still the? Well, I still have to give them the fifty, and then I give the, and then I get the thirty. No, 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 that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> and, and it just goes back and forth. Like this, he's not a destitute guy. Yeah. Why would he not just pay one hundred and fifty dollars for his blowjob? I don't understand this at all. Like. That's what I love about it, though. Like, it's so absurd because throughout the course of the night, he spent so much fucking he's a money. Businessman, he's got to do business. I know, but if he would have just paid one hundred fifty dollars from the beginning, yeah. he could have gotten his. He could have gotten it out literally, mm-hmm. yeah, and then went home to his wife and just continued with his life.
1: I don't know about that. Yeah. We saw what happened after he got it out in the movie. So. Yeah, that's
0: true. But but regardless, I, do, I love like the minutia of like, wait, you get the eighty, you yeah. keep the eighty. No, I still have to give them the the fifty. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So then he wanders out and finds his way into a peep show. Yes. And I'm just like, is this all this movie is? <laughs> is it just... William H. Macy tries to get laid for an hour and a half? Like, I'm fine with that. <laughs>
0: That's my favorite part of this movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so then it's like $2 cover, and I'm like, That's, that seems small. It does seem
0: really low, right?
1: <laughs> and like, it's just funny to see this like big brawny guy sitting on a stool. Two bucks. With like... <laughs> First of it says he points at the wall, which says $2 cover in basically the same color as the wallpaper. Yes. So it's very hard to see, especially with that low lighting. Mm-hmm. But also, he's just this big, burning guy carrying a stack of ones. Yeah, he's got like
0: $11. <laughs> <laughs> he's got $11. Uh, and he keeps it in his hand. It doesn't even go to his pocket. Yeah. It's it's in his hand.
1: So then uh, he goes to the Peep Show and the. Uh, the peep show is not for him. He, uh, well, so he doesn't she, want to touch himself. He doesn't want to touch himself. Can't touch him.
0: He keeps asking how the barrier comes down yeah. over and over. He, she tells him it's $10, to give him $10. He, he can't. Can you make change? <laughs> yeah, I'll make change. Just give it to me. And as she's starting to get undressed and stuff, he keeps demanding his change back it's, for the $10. <laughs> and
1: she's like, that's my tip. He's like, no, I'll give you a tip.
0: Afterwards, <laughs> she gets his $10 back and jacks.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, it's so great. Yeah. So uh, then he runs into uh, Dulé Hill, who, like, I've never seen him just play, like, black thug. Because, like, so many black actors do. It's, like, I've never, like, that's so weird to me, seeing him in, like, Psych and, and a bunch of other stuff. Like,
2: <clears throat> uh,
1: him just being, like... Like this had to be like the start of his career, is what two thousand five or something. This had to be towards the start of his sure. career. So like that's the roles. As I don't know who we're a, talking about, by the way. Just so you <laughs> the, know the guy you doing keep, the three card money.
0: I know that, but I don't know what you said. Psych, and I don't know that show.
1: Oh well, he was the other guy in Psych. Um. Uh. But yeah, Dulé, like Dule Hill plays like incredible. Like seems like a smart person, and he usually plays very smart, nerdy characters. Uh. So to see him be like black thug which, you know, he's a bald black guy, so that's kind of the roles that they get uh, until, you know, they, they're somebody. They get that one role, generally. Like, I've never seen him in that role, so it was really weird to me. It's like, sure. why, why is the nice, nerdy guy from Psych like, kicking this guy? <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, you know never to play three-card money, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> everybody's in on it. Yes. <laughs> and if, if you happen to win, you're going to get jumped the moment you walk away from the, the table.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he makes his way to an actual like cat house, mm-hmm. uh, pays the $70 cover yeah. to get in, uh, and makes his way to the back to negotiate yeah. the additional services.
1: And then that's going to, uh, he goes, I would like to have intercourse with you. And she <laughs> goes, I would like that too. <laughs> That's two hundred dollars.
0: Oh, no, no, I've already paid the seventy.
1: Uh, it's like two hundred, two hundred fifty, and then like they negotiate. And I love, th- I like that's so that's like that's that little detail that uh, really like makes this for me is she keeps she keeps pressing him like you know they have I like I have to pay them I you know that's their cut and also like it's your first time I'm giving you a deal mm-hmm. like. Obviously that's what she says to everyone. Yes. Like she's just trying to be like oh, I'm just a, I'm just a girl trying to make it, Yes, know? absolutely. Uh sweet innocent fuck me, you know. And like it's that little detail that I loved. And it's fucking Mina sorvina Serv- Servina or so. I how the fuck you Mira Servini, right?
0: Thought it was Servino.
1: Servino. I don't remember.
0: Don't know. Sure. But that's her. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's awesome like i love this interaction again like the trivialness of it and then he tries to give her credit card she can't take a credit card she has to
1: get- yeah, they negotiate they finally get a price and yeah she doesn't take credit card
0: she needed square
1: yeah like,
0: why didn't she do that exactly why didn't he just paypal her yeah. why doesn't she have the cash app
1: this is ridiculous cash app is great I love the Cash app. uh yes I, lo- so, I love elon musk but fuck paypal
0: so so far he's 80 dollars in yeah. It hasn't gotten anywhere. Nope. He should have just paid the one fifty. Yeah.
1: So then she tells him you need money. That's when Dulé Hill comes in rather than he can go into an ATM. He decides I'm, I'm going to play some three card money yes. and make money this way. Yep.
0: And then he's going to pawn his wedding ring.
1: Well, cause he gets mugged and, yes. uh, by Dulé Hill and his partner.
0: Yep. So he goes and sees George went and, uh, pawns his wedding ring and mm-hmm. buys a knife with brass knuckles built in. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes to get a bite to eat and meets Julia Stiles. Yep. Uh, and somehow well, she <laughs> sleeps. first he
1: gets he, uh, the pimp. Uh, yes, he this, gets... This is very important. So the pimp comes up to him and is like, uh, they nego- they, again, they negotiate. They haggle. Uh, he, they decide on 40 bucks. She's got to be clean. So he takes her to the back... He takes him to the back alley and he says it's right up there. He takes the first step and... Knife to his throat, uh, the pimp is robbing him. Mm-hmm. So he uh, takes out his his brass knuckles, knife, yep. and beats the shit out of him while yelling the n word and other racist epithets. Do
0: you think so? All right. So you have a sex scene with somebody on set. There's obviously that moment, like, "Hey, I'm I'm Russ. Hey, I'm Belinda. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. You know. So I guess we're gonna be." guess we're going to be getting to we'll know each other a little. <laughs> yeah. Right? So yeah. there's got to be that. Do you think there's the same thing when William H. Macy meets this actor and he's like, so I'm going to hey, be dropping the going? N-bomb a thousand yeah, times I'm, at
1: you. I'm going to yell really racist really shit at you. You've read the script too, right? You know that's, <laughs> I hope you've read the script. You know that's
0: my job. That's not me. I, I got to. I mean, that's what that guy over there, that director, he's making me do this. It's not me. He's making me do it. There's gotta be that moment, right? It's the yeah. same thing as a sex scene. Like Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, good. We agree. Good. Yeah. I, I yeah, that's something I hadn't thought about. But yeah. Yeah, I do think about that a lot when it's like you're watching Roots or something. Yeah something like that, Twelve Years a Slave. And you're just like like, oh man. Like I really feel for those black people back in the day when it really was happening. But right now I kind of feel for that white guy who has to just yell the N word <laughs> and whip this guy.
0: Yeah. It's it can't be good for anybody, right? Yeah. Like, ah, yeah.
1: The actor, not the character, by the way. Just wanted to get that out there. Feel, oh yeah, yeah. I go yeah. for the actor, yes. not the character. No, I think that was clear.
0: I think <laughs> that was clear. <laughs> uh
1: so he beats the shit out of him and leaves him for dead and he's like he probably he he was probably fine like not fine no
0: he's alive but william h macy is definitely walking away with a heart on right like he's like riding high from this
1: yes so he walks into the the bar and julia Stiles is waitressing yes uh
0: obviously has a daddy complex yeah for sure
1: and you know has that hatred in her heart Mm -hmm. that uh you know really helps them bond it does.
0: Like, uh, they definitely uh, like. If if this was made now, like they'd both just be wearing maga hats, <laughs> and then they'd see each other from across the room, and then they just walk walk over. They would put their hoods on, and then they would just start making out through their hoods.
1: Yeah, that's how. It that's goes. the remake, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Good. They just uh, like some people put on like Barry Manilow or like Isaac Hayes to screw to, mm-hmm. and they just like they just. They just put on like some Alex Alex Jones and just like oh it turns me on so much when I hear this.
1: You know Barry Manilow is white, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: But it's sex music. That's all I okay. meant. Gotcha. Normal people put on sex music. Okay. They fuck too. Because I to didn't, white nationalist. I, I
1: didn't realize that for years. I didn't realize Barry Manilow was white. Really? He doesn't sound. Does he, he? I think he does. I don't think so. I thought he was more know like Kenny I I don't
0: know a Barry Manilow song. I don't think so. I think he's more like Kenny G. Like, really? Like, just feel good, soft love and stuff. Like, hmm. whereas Isaac Hayes is like...
1: Well, I know Isaac Hayes. I'm gonna fuck you now. Shaft. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't... Uh, I, you know, now that I think about it, I don't know a Barry Manilow song, but I've always heard him in that genre, and so I just always assumed he was black, and then I found out he was white, but I don't think I've ever listened to his music.
0: Hmm. It's weird.
1: Yeah. Uh... So, you know, he is like, I want to fuck you, and so they fuck, and then he starts telling him about how he stabbed the pimp in the neck, and starts talking about the white race and all this shit, and she's all like, you know who I hate? Uh, I was going to say it, but then I realized I wasn't saying the N-word, and I shouldn't say that word either, so I was just going to say it for effect yeah but then yeah
0: i was thinking about that earlier when i was like going through my joke about like hey i get to see you and now i'm gonna start screaming it and i was like i can't do it even like in this if there was ever a context like to be doing the doing that bit that would yeah. be it but i couldn't do it here's Barry manilow we'll see how much we can play without getting sued Let me know the of all
1: of you. yeah all right
0: yeah uh I don't even know if that's really sex music. I don't think I understand sex. (laughs) I mean, you got two kids, so you got something (laughs) figured out. Yeah. Why are they Asian?
1: I don't understand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Asian babies are the cutest babies, just so you know.
1: Uh, I find mixed race babies the cutest babies. Yeah. Because, you know, they they get those good genes. Yeah. Like uh, Marianne's sister uh her husband is filipino and all their kids are like super cute yeah it's crazy
0: i think there's an inverse relationship between how cute you are as a baby and how attractive you end up being as an an adult
1: i feel i think that's one of those like psychic things where it's like where we much like going to a psychic you remember the hits and forget about the misses yeah probably i feel like some people look like garbage when they're like kids and teens and then grow up to be gorgeous. And some people just look like garbage their whole lives. And we remember that George Clooney looked like a dork when he was a teenager. <laughs> and now he's all sexy. He is.
0: Uh, yeah. So they have yeah. sex and then they continue to bond over their mega shit.
1: Right. And I love how he adds to the story and says that he stabbed him in the neck and then his neck is bleeding. Yes. And like describing it and everything. Uh, and so he's just all excited and like on this weird cocaine-less cocaine binge uh-huh. and uh, she says that she, she imagines she's an actress and he's like I want you to act something and then she's like well uh, I've never been in a play I've just acted out scenes and then he tells her she's not an actress she's a waitress and should embrace it and then starts following her around the house with a knife and she starts freaking out
0: yeah luckily he handles it really well <laughs> yeah by, uh,
1: uh saying shut up bitch and slicing the shit out of her. yeah he stabs her to death it
0: turns out so that's he was slicing it wasn't stabbing usually that's not the way that i resolve my problems but what do i what do i know
1: yeah i mean it worked you know <laughs> i think he felt better after
0: <laughs> he it. did he really seems pretty content with his decisions yeah. throughout the movie doesn't he yeah like there's never a panic moment yeah. really uh because he goes mm-hmm. to jail
1: Except in, in prison. He There's does. a bit of
0: a panic movement. Uh, he does. Uh, because he's told that he needs to suck his uh, jailmate's penis. Yeah. Cellmate. Yep. Uh, and, and he's, he's like, like, I, I don't I, want to I do that. I would
1: much prefer to not to, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Is there any way that I could maybe not suck your penis, sir? Uh no
1: this has happened and
0: uh, I better be good. <laughs> so he tries to haggle with him the same way as yeah. he did before. Mm-hmm. There's no haggling. Nope. Like he's his negotiation skills are pretty poor mm-hmm. cuz he sucks at. Yep. And he never stops. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. And uh he kills a guy in prison. Yep. Uh get some, some prison tats. You don't know you don't see him kill a guy but he has the teardrop, so you know. Yes, you know. He killed a dude uh
0: he's also wearing a terrible bald cap
1: yeah but a great mustache
0: but a great mustache it does distract <laughs> from it he's wearing like the jamie from mythbusters mustache <laughs> yes that's what he has and it, looks, and it looks it looks pretty good stash. it looks pretty good yeah uh and then they've got this big philosophical uh end debate regarding race and things mm-hmm. with his uh cellmate slash lover
2: yeah
1: turn into a what cons- is the opposite of a bitch what is, uh, what is the owner in that relationship? I don't know.
0: It feels like it's more of a mutual relationship at this point. Like, I feel like...
1: I mean, it's mutual in the fact that he had to embrace it or not have not good things happen to him. Even worse things happen to him, I guess let just say. Sure. Not good things are going to happen to him regardless.
0: Yeah. Uh, they could be good. He could learn to love them.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, they, they lovingly kiss goodnight.
0: They do. That's what I mean. Like, it feels like it's a... It's a real relationship. You're telling me that William H. Macy doesn't get a reach around every once in a while?
1: Mm, I don't know. I don't
0: I'd have to know. be really horny I to don't want to who, fuck William H. Macy.
1: Especially with a bald cap and a mustache. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I I'm sure that at some point, like obviously that, that, that happens in prisons for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. But like I don't know at what point I wouldn't be content just jerking off, man. Like, at what point? What's yeah. the time frame that it would take you to want to fuck William H. Macy? Uh, how long you got? <laughs> I, I got 40 years in prison. <laughs> How's that? You go to jail right now, you have 40 years left to live. At any point, would it be? To- if you're
1: telling me right now that I have 40 years left to live, I'm saying thank you. <laughs> so More the, than I think I have.
0: In the next 40 years. Would you ever be horny enough to fuck William H. Macy? I'm I'm like
1: I'm not an I'm I'm not an aggressor. It's not me. It's not I'm not saying
0: no no no. I'm not even saying you have to make that happen. Yeah. But the opportunity presents itself. Are you gonna want that to happen?
1: I, I don't think so. I don't but think so either, but I've never been put in that situation. That's what I'm saying, but where p- like literally you're surrounded like it's all dudes all the time. Yes. And you're really close to this person because you live with them like Ninety-five percent of the yeah, time, it I know was that's just what I'm doing. Them,
0: I know. I'm saying like you think it would never, happen but like you're going to be in there like two hours and be like, I got to have it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't think like, it's going to be two hours. That that, would,
0: that again would be another awesome Saturday Night Live skit or another scene in a movie, right? Like somebody goes to jail like overnight in the junk take and they're trying to suck dick or something.
1: I feel like <laughs> not only is that already a thing, oh. but it probably starred Harlan Williams.
0: Ah. Oh. That's sad. I feel like I always want to like him, but I don't feel like he's ever done anything to really make me.
1: He was good and half baked. Yeah. I feel like, uh, like we we gave him a break because he was good in that. Yeah. And then, no. Anything we're
0: missing from Edmund Justin?
1: It's if you like indie films, if you like David and Mamet, like it's based on his play, go go see it. It's it's worth watching. Uh, it is David Mammon as fuck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I really like this movie and I prefer it over King of the Ants. I would agree. Good. Uh, next week. Next week. Next week was inspired by whatever we watched last week on Amazon Prime. Valmont. 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 Uh, because it, something popped up like, hey, we think you might like this. <laughs> and I was like. I think I kind of want to watch that movie. I don't have time to watch a movie. Wait a minute! I'll make Justin watch it so I can watch it as well. All right then. <laughs> so that's a hundred percent. I haven't seen this. I saw it and was like, I kind of want to watch that now. <laughs> I'll just make it part of the thing.
1: All right. I'm glad we've gotten at episode one twenty something. Like that's the point where Russ is broken and it's just like <laughs> I don't know fucking this thing. Amazon recommended it. <laughs>
0: it really is just like, I don't have time to watch a movie that I want to watch. So mm-hmm. I have to integrate it in here. So All right. first
1: movie. Uh, Oh, Peter Dinklage, the dink. Uh, it, there's his, okay. So it's his face and he's got glasses on, but it's also like fading into a, like a forest. And is that a boat or a car? I think it's a car. I think that's, I think that's land and not water. Uh, Rememory is the name of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to guess this is some sort of psychological thriller with Peter Dinklage. Cool. Yeah. That's all I'm i tried to uh, hand you the phone back so uh, that you get the second one. Sorry. Uh,
0: yeah. So I saw that and I was like, that looks good. I want to watch that. Like, what can I pair that with? Let's have a Dinklage-a-thon. Ooh! so we talked about this movie before mm-hmm. second movie
1: oh is it really oh what <laughs> i was really hoping we were gonna watch uh uh not Requiem for a dream the steve buscemi movie uh Damn 13 it. moons no there's, where, he, where there's... he's the director of the film oh
0: yeah yeah uh uh yeah i know what you're talking about yeah there's another movie with him and P and Steve Buscemi called Thirteen Moons, hmm. which is good.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, all right. This <laughs> this is the movie we're watching. It's got Peter Dinklage. Yep. Uh, the guy who like was on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and then like became a good actor. And now is in Westworld and shit. Who would probably be. Because he's in Westworld, would probably be the uh, the the lead name on this. Now his his name is even on the cover. Uh, the guy who played uh, I almost said Aziz. Uh, God, what was his name in Community? Abed. Uh, Summer Glau from Firefly, and someone named Brian Quanton, who I'm yeah. guessing is the dude in the mental.
0: He was in True Blood. Did you watch True Blood.
1: I did. That's why he looks familiar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's True Blood. I watched the. Fr- I watched. Did you see Suki. True Blood? Should, what did you watch all of true blood i didn't
0: watch all of it i got to where they were fairies and i was like i that's can't handle literally this. where i stopped too. i can't fucking she goes to this. this
1: fairy world and then i was like done we don't have to keep watching this right and she's like eh, it doesn't get good for it doesn't get good again
0: i just couldn't yeah
1: that's the exact same oh.
0: moment like the first season i thought was awesome yeah the first Second, few
1: seasons like uh i really said the actor died i was just gonna bring that up he yeah. died at
0: lafayette yeah he was awesome he was great uh I don't know that much about like the gay community but I felt like he was really good for the gay community.
1: Maybe. I hope so. Like, like he, he was seemed a like great character.
0: he seemed yeah, that's what I mean. Like he was like a strong unique character.
1: Yeah, I love that like everyone's like like he's super gay. Uh well, I don't know. I guess that that's kind of like it's one of those things where it's like uh you're you're only badass if you expl- if you have masculine traits, you know. Like everyone's I don't know. But I thought it was a cool character that he was like super effeminate, super gay, and uh like someone would be like, faggot, and then he would be like, I'm gonna literally kick your ass. I, oh yeah, it was I, like I this, will straight up murder you.
0: It was like this juxtaposition between him like being super effeminate and wearing like nail polish and stuff, but yeah. being fucking ripped. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like I will straight up murder you. Yes. <laughs> uh and Steve Zahn apparently is also in this. Yes. Uh, ba- knights of badassum, badassum, knights of badassum. Canst thou handle it? Obviously, I can't handle the title. Yes. Uh, oh, they're like monsters. So this isn't just like Larping, because there look like there are monsters in this. Okay, uh, I guess it's like they're Larpers, and then they accidentally get sucked into some portal. And, or something, something happens and now they have to be real. They can't LARP anymore. Yeah.
0: So the director of this movie, Joe Lynch, uh, like really debated about taking his name off of it and was trying to figure out how to do it and, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like the movie during editing ended up getting taken away from there's all kinds of like crazy producer problems where stuff was sold and bought and he basically didn't get a chance to finish the movie. Like Mm -hmm. it got taken away from him halfway through. Okay. And like uh, like he released a trailer at Comic-Con in 2013, 14 or whatever. And it just like broke every, Like every everybody freaked out and thought it was going to be amazing and everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> and then all this shit went down and it finally came out and he didn't even know it was coming out. So mm-hmm. he like tweeted, not my cut. It was a big Tweety sensation or whatever when it yeah. was happening or whatever. Uh, so there's still like a petition, you know, like it's so far away from where it started as far as being his and how many people were bought and sold or whatever, mm-hmm. like people are really petitioning for a director's cut. And uh, we will obviously talk more about it next week, but I feel like I can watch it and I can see what's his and then what is like by committee or by somebody that's yeah hired by the hour to do whatever it is.
1: It's like, uh, do you know the story behind Suicide Squad? No. Speaking of Will Smith, what is up with Will Smith's like – choice of acting lately i don't know i feel like he's taking really weird roles did you
0: there was a thing floating around if you haven't seen it you should watch it it's will smith just like on his cell phone just like doing a little video on at at home Mm -hmm. and it's like him talking about how he was offered neo in the matrix
1: yeah i I knew he was that did you watch that i haven't seen that it's pretty
0: awesome like he talks about the story about it and he said he did wild wild west instead yeah and he like makes fun of himself but so you should watch that it's a really cool thing where he like he describes like what his decision making was like he sat with the Wachowskis, Wachowskis Mm -hmm. and uh, they were like, all right, man, we're going to, we're going to film like a bullet going in slow motion and you're going to see it from a bunch of different angles. Mm -hmm. And then Will Smith's like, uh, yeah, no thanks. I'll go do wild, wild west with people that know what they're, you know, like you can't blame him for not doing that or whatever. Like you get it. That's
1: really cool that that's like, he turned that down and it's such like, I still think that's the best sci-fi movie that's been made since we've been alive. Yeah, but, if, but if
0: that's your pitch, like, why would he go with them? You know, like, they yeah. weren't them at that time. Right.
1: And, uh, like, that's so cool that it was, like, the revival of Keanu Reeves' career. And yeah. the kind of one of the death knells of Will Smith's career. Yeah.
0: And he was super cool about it, though. He was like, so I went and did Wild Wild Vest. Obviously, that was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, uh, you know, but if I had done that... You know, it wouldn't have been Keanu Reeves. It Mm -hmm. wouldn't have been Loris Fishburne because they wouldn't have put another black guy in there. So what would it have like? I might have fucked it all up. He didn't use that word because I don't think he's ever cursed in his life.
1: No, (laughs) it's so weird to like listen to like his son, like his son's a rapper now and his son's like trying to do a bunch of stuff. But like he's got a hit that's out there now and he's like using the N word and stuff. And I'm like, your father never did this. (laughs) He got jiggy with it. (laughs) You know, and saying about summertime
0: barbecues and shit. Uh, uh, the other thing that was cool, like when he was saying that, he was talking about how he had just done uh, Independence Day or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He had just done that. And then he had just done uh, Men in Black. And he didn't want to do Men in Black because he didn't want to be the alien guy. Yeah. And he like told Steven Spielberg, like, like I don't want to do Men in Black. I just did Independence Day. And Steven yeah. Spielberg told him, Will, don't use your brain right now. Use mine, my brain and do men in black and he did it and it was obviously a good That's thing awesome. but but again from like his standpoint why he, he probably yeah. should have been reserved for doing yeah, exactly. men in black yeah. yeah like you don't think about it because it's just the way it worked out but right. it makes sense why you wouldn't want to pigeonhole yourself into doing just that you know stuff. they're
1: making a new one right
0: a new men in black
1: yeah no with uh chris hemsworth and uh, i forget her name it's tt
0: Tina Turner.
1: Tessa Thompson. Tila Tequila. Tessa Thompson. Uh, they are the stars of Thor Ragnarok. Trisha Yearwood. <laughs> Halfway there. <laughs> anyway, to say to I was going to talk about Suicide Squad. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's a movie that uh they had the script and everything, and Batman vs. Superman came out. And like two or three months before Suicide Squad was supposed to come out. And Batman versus Superman was very, like, serious and dark, and everybody hated it. And so Suicide Squad wasn't going quite that far, but they were like, we need jokes. We need jokes and fun. And- Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Bring back Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so basically they said, okay, we're going to make all these changes to the script. And the director was like, uh, "I, I don't want to to do this," and so they took it away from the director. Uh, they gave it to the the company that made the trailer for the first for the first the first trailer that Suicide Squad did, which like was lauded and people really liked it. But then they just made like a two-hour movie that is like a trailer, and With- it's garbage
0: i get it like if, if you're like hey that soup was great why don't we give the uh whoever made the soup can do the dessert too yeah like it doesn't necessarily translate Like,
1: right. like yeah, they're 100 like a, mis- a trailer house yes and they were like this movie's yours now and they're not gonna say no <laughs> yeah no That's how like could a you shit do that ton of money yes exactly
0: yeah. like even if you know you're gonna fuck it up you're gonna fuck it up with that much money <laughs>
1: yeah i'll just take it and run exactly
0: I'll make you a shit dessert, <laughs> but you paid me ahead of time, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good story it's It's yeah. a sad story,
1: <laughs> but it's a good story. I don't usually have notes for after we say the movies, so this part might not be in the notes. I may have already just like turned it off, and hmm. submitted the notes, hmm. or maybe I'll talk about this a little bit. I don't hmm. know. Jess what else you got for us? It's a big cock. And a lady.